My name is Harrison Duncan. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition Duncan Aviation Straight Talk podcast. In this episode, we want to focus on what we are doing for our team members, our facilities, and our customers during this strange and difficult time. We have our president, Aaron Hilkman, and our chief operating officer, Jeff Lake, with us here today. But first, we want to share a statement from our chairman and my dad, Todd Duncan. Duncan Aviation cares deeply about our customers and the communities in which we conduct business. By working together as the COVID-19 situation continues to evolve, we are confident that we can keep our team members, partners, customers, and their families and assets safe and protected. What's more, we can help our customers so they will be able to use their assets to their full potential when they need them both now and in the future. To that end, Duncan Aviation is open and continuing to serve our customers through this crisis. Our full staff continues to work multiple shifts at all of our facilities, including our three full-service MRO locations, all of our avionics satellite locations, and all of our engine rapid response team locations. When coupled with strategies for sanitizing our facilities and ensuring team members are following social distancing policies, we believe we can maintain a safe and healthy environment for our team members and guests during this time. We are here to support your needs. I thought I would just mention as well, usually we're a lot closer to each other during these podcasts, but right now we are maintaining social distancing. All three of us are six feet apart along with those producing this podcast. And now we're gonna move on to our questions. We have um, two guests with us today from Duncan Aviation. We have our uh, COO, Jeff Lake, and future president. We have our president and CEO, Aaron Hilkman, with us. Um, Jeff and Aaron, would you guys just briefly uh, introduce yourselves and uh, share with us how long you've been here at Duncan Aviation? Sure. Uh, this is Jeff Lake. I've been with Duncan Aviation now for 27 years. I've started with Duncan in the finance area, so I was the controller and, and CFO, and then I've been the CEO, COO now for um, 11 years. And uh, my name is Aaron Helkeman. I'm the president of Duncan, and uh, I've been, this is my 25th year with Duncan Aviation. I, I will be moving into the CEO role in July, and Jeff will be president of uh, Duncan Aviation July 1st. Perfect. Well, it's been an odd time, certainly for all of us, and certainly for the business aviation community. And um, we had three things we really wanted to focus on for this podcast. First, we wanted to focus on our team members, our facilities, and the aircraft that our customers use. So first, let's talk about what Duncan Aviation is doing for our team members. And Jeff and Aaron, would you guys like to lead us off on that initiative? Sure, I'll start. Um, you know, I think the, the important thing for our team members is obviously we want, we want them and their family members to be safe. And so the key to all that has been education. So we've worked hard to try to communicate to all, all our team members how important social distancing is. So. Uh, we started that process probably four or five weeks ago. Um, the second area is obviously in hand washing and uh, having um, hand sanitizer. Each one of our team members throughout all our facilities has an individual hand sanitizer uh, that they can use to uh, uh, clean their hands after touching any public area or any area uh, where multiple members are, are, are working on. Uh, we've, we developed quarantine policies early on when we had team members Coming back from events before this just started, we were 
asking them to self-quarantine just because of the potential exposure that they had either on the airlines or at the event. So that, that, that was that first week or two where we, there were a lot of people coming, returning from personal trips, some work-related, and uh, that was an important part of keeping our team members safe uh, to do that. Uh, they've been very good about self-disclosing any symptoms. Uh, we've been fortunate. Most of the ones have they've turned out to be flu, not COVID-19. But whether it's flu or, or COVID-19, we've asked them to quarantine and, and isolate themselves. And, and that's been an important part to keep um, our, our people safe. Um, Another important aspect is the travel. Um, so what we've done is um, we still do road trips for customers, but we're, we have a lot of people dispatched around the country as well as in our main facilities. And we're doing those trips uh, with cars rather than uh, airlines right now. And again, we're just trying to avoid public uh, spaces like that so that again, we can keep our team members safe. We've asked all our team members to cancel their personal travel and to stay um, <clears throat> home because again, um, we, we wanna control the, the, this virus. Uh, we've discontinued tours, um, vendor visits, you know, a big portion of our um, uh, uh, campus. We've, we've done a lot of executive briefings over the years with customers and working with our vendors and even doing a lot of high school and grade school tours even and college tours. Uh, right now we've discontinued those again to protect our team members from outside um, influences there. Um, we, we did start a few weeks ago, about second week now of having team members that um, uh, are working from home that, can, that are able to do that. We started off by identifying the high-risk individuals and for the high-risk individuals, if they, do, if they can't work from home, we've tried to put them on a shift to try to keep them separate from other team members. Uh, they also have the opportunity to, uh, if they can, if they um, uh, want to take a furlough, uh, they can, if they're in that high-risk category, again, uh, give them an opportunity to, 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 uh, to be safe. And, and um, through all that, we think we've done a good job of keeping uh, our team members safe. Um, we have probably over 250 people working from home right now. It can be all the way from the sales team to the uh, our regional sales force to our, our accounting and uh, IT folks, again, to limit the exposure of our team members and uh, to try to keep us safe. We're doing a lot of meetings with Zoom uh, throughout the company um, and on debriefs with customers that do come in or we, we're doing those. Uh, we have it set up so everybody stays six feet apart during the meeting. <clears throat> so. The final thing was we started making masks for all our team members. So uh, we came out with a recent policy that if, for, if because of what you're doing requires you to be next to somebody, for example, in the aircraft at the same time or working on a component and you have to get within that six foot window, uh, we will have masks for everybody and we'll ask you to put the, we're asking our team members to put the mask on while they're working in close proximity to another team member. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, and another item that we'd like to focus on, of course, is our facilities and the facilities we call home here in our communities um, throughout really the country. And um, Jeff, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, I, you know, what we're doing with facilities is, is um, first thing, like Aaron said, is we're restricting access to our facilities. You know, the uh, non-team member access has really been restricted. Obviously, a lot of our 
Customer base is also restricting travel, and so that has uh, gone down substantially. But even vendor visits, tours, as, as Aaron mentioned, um, vendors, that type of thing, we really have, have restricted access. Um, but with other things that we've done is increased our cleaning and sanitation um, you know, uh, substantially. And so we're hitting the high traffic areas multiple times a day. Um, and so that's something that we're really focusing on with our facilities team. Um, we've added antibacterial stations, as Aaron mentioned, hand sanitizers throughout the, the facilities. Um, and so that's something that you can, almost every door has hand sanitizing stations at this point. Other things that we've done, um, you know, is, is shift coverage. You know, that's something that we've added, um, or I shouldn't say added, we've expanded. Uh, we've always had multiple shifts here at Duncan, but we've substantially moved people from first shift to second, third, and weekend shifts and an effort to really spread people out, as Aaron mentioned, that social distancing, um, get, get, get people spread out more, um, really helps in that regard. Um, and all of this is an effort really to keep our business open and you know keep aviation you know really going and, and Duncan being able to support that. Great, you know, supporting this industry and really supporting our customers is another vital piece to this as well. And we wanna keep our industry rolling and like you said, and. What is something we're trying to really do to um, serve our customers during this really interesting and you know unexpected time? But, you know, one of the first things, and, and uh, this is something that uh, you're able to see even on, uh, on myduncan.aero, you know, the, the foggers that we've put into aircraft. So this is something that has been um, something that we wanted to do, not only for our team members, but you know, obviously for our customers. So every aircraft that comes into our facilities, uh, we, we put uh, you know, a disinfected fogger into the aircraft before we start working on the aircraft. And then when we're done, we put the fogger in there again and disinfect it again before it leaves. And so this has been something that our customers have been very supportive of and positive about. And again, this is something that, that customers and, and others can see in, in myduncan.aero. So that's, that's one of the things. Um, you know, another one that I would, I would mention and not let Aaron speak to is my Duncan. You know, this is, this is something that we've had for years, myduncan.aero again, where customers can get on and, and see what's going on with their aircraft without being here at the facility. Um, obviously, we didn't put that in because of COVID-19, um, but it is a robust system and it really does help us, you know, in these times when customers can't be here on site, they can see what's going on with the aircraft from a visual standpoint. We, we upload pictures. They can see squawk approvals, uh, log entries, you know, virtually everything that they need to see, you know, um, from, from a home. So it's been a, a great system for us over the years and it's really come in uh, very handy at this point. Yeah, once again, um, my Duncan has served us well through the years and it's proven even especially during this time how uh, valuable of a tool it is with our customers and with our folks here at Duncan Aviation. We are still providing AOG services throughout our, our uh, uh, throughout the country. And, uh, you know, we're able to do that because we have the 26 satellite locations, the 16 rapid response teams that are uh, engine focused, and we can still dispatch people from our main locations, Lincoln, Battle Creek, and Provo. We're just doing that, uh, the protection of our team members and also our customers. We're not taking, taking the airlines there. Uh, we are taking cars and, and serving customers in that manner. Um, and, and because of the network that we have, we're still able to address those AOG events. And so it's important for us to make sure that uh, we're still providing great service to our customers. We also want to make sure that, um, that they're safe and our team members are safe when we're delivering that service.
Absolutely. And I think another option we've added, and I've seen a few customers take up on it, rather than them deliver their airplane here and have to uh, fly the airlines home or uh, um, uh, drive, we also have an option that we have some of, we have three or four of our own uh, small jets here that we can have access to, to, <clears throat> to uh, take them back to their home base. And uh, uh, that's been uh, also used by our customers. And again, an important way to keep them safe as after they drop the airplane off and return home. Great. Another convenient tool for our customers as well. Um, awesome. Well, lastly, uh, another thing we'd like to ask you guys as well is right now, obviously there's this, just a lot of you know negative news and stuff that we don't necessarily want to hear, but we have to hear kind of deal. And you know what I asked, I'd ask you guys, do you guys have anything positive you'd like to share with us about this time? Well, I think uh, we all recognize that uh, whether it's 12 months from now or hopefully sooner or 15 months from now, there's going to be a vaccine available. And uh, I think we all, it doesn't mean that uh, the next 12, 15 months won't be uh, a challenge because we still have to keep our, our team members safe and and, our, and their families. So we're telling everybody, just assume that you have the infection and stay six feet away from uh, everybody that you come in contact with, whether it's in the public or at the grocery store or at work so that you do not infect others. And we, we eliminate spreading this virus. Um, uh, and until there's either a, a, an antiviral out there that can lessen the impact of this disease, of this virus, or uh, the vaccine comes. But you know, th there will be a vaccine and uh, it's just a matter of time. There's a number of them being tested right now. And so I think we, there are times in life where you have to focus a year out. And this is one of those times. I think, um, you know, it, it, it can be overwhelming if you think of just the short-term uh, situation, especially when you're bombarded with news reports from around the world of what's going on. But I think, you know, it, it also helps adjust priorities. You recognize what's important in your life and your family members and and you're, we're all being able to spend more time with them. And um, uh, so I think, uh, you know, a year from now, two years from now, we'll reflect on this and recognize that it helped us maybe adjust our priorities and focus on the important things in, in, in our life. Yeah, that's a great point. Jeff, do you have anything you know, to add to that? Sure. You know, I think, like like Aaron mentioned, this is, you know, temporary, even though it's probably going to be longer than we'd like it to be. But the general aviation industry is very strong. I think general aviation is going to come out of this, you know, even stronger. I think this is going to be a, a good um, reason for general aviation. Um, and so I feel good about the industry and, and our, you know, our future really, you know, one thing we really try to focus at Duncan Aviation is, is focus on what you can control. Like Aaron said, there's a lot of negative stuff out there that you can't control. The stuff can get very overwhelming. You can't control all of that. So focus on what you can control. Main thing is to stay safe and keep your family safe. Uh, now that's getting nice out, get outside and, and exercise some and, and, uh, I think that helps as well. But again, uh, focus on the positives and, and again, as much as you can, what you can do and control versus, you know, things that are, are beyond, you know, really things that you can't do anything about. Sure. Thank you both for that. Thank you. Um, one more thing I thought I'd mention too as well. Um, thought I'd ask you guys, you know, what is Duncan Aviation doing um, in our local communities that we call home? Yeah. And, and you know, this is one of our team members, um, called one of our local hospitals and asked for a design on a mask and how we could make masks for our team members. And 
the hospital said, well, we'll be happy to provide that design for you, but could you also make some masks for us? And so that started a chain of events where one of our team members went to a local fabric store and uh, told them what we were doing. They gave us a, a significant discount. And I think we built three or 4,000 masks with that material. We have a, uh, a Gerber cutting machine that we use to cut our leather for our seats. We were able to lay the material on that. And within an hour, it cuts a hundred masks. And uh, then we <clears throat> made contact through a couple of different large churches in town and see if they would have some volunteers to sew uh, the ones for the hospital. We're, we're sewing the ones for ourselves, um, for each of our team members. But the uh, uh, we we want to do more than that, so our community and uh, has uh, more for all the hospitals and medical workers. So we went to those two churches and said, if, you know, we just like you to have make fifty percent that you donate to the hospital that started this for us and gave us the design. The other fifty percent can be donated to whatever medical facilities uh, in our communities that need them. <clears throat> and uh, we delivered a thousand. Uh, of those masks, I think, on Monday night. And uh, tonight I'll be delivering 1,200 more to these. Uh, we have 110, at least 110 sewers right now, maybe more. But as of Monday night, the two groups had around 110 to 115 uh, sewers lined up to sew those. And then we'll gather them up and, and donate them uh, to the hospital and to other medical facilities. So I just received an email this week from someone who saw that we were doing it in New Mexico and they asked if they could uh, sew them and give to their medical facilities. So we're going to uh, also be making some and sending those out. They, they, um, provided, they provided us some additional material uh, this week and they'd ask us to now make gowns and also bonnets. <coughs> Excuse me. And so we'll be making bonnets and gowns as well. Uh, and again, distributing to the sewers. Um, I think in times like this, it's, it's, uh, we all want to do something. And, you know, this was like the most frustrating thing is what do you do? Stay away from people, <laughs> you know? And this is an opportunity to do something that makes all of us feel like we're, we're helping um, uh, make a difference uh, for all the medical people that are putting their lives on the line every day uh, to, to uh, keep our families healthy and address this. And so, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's really, it's, it's a, makes us all feel good. So we're, we're doing this in our Michigan facility. We're doing it in our Provo facility, uh, to the extent that those masks are needed in the, in, in the community. So, um, again, we just encourage everybody else to get engaged. It, there's, there, you know, there's always positives through these type of situations. And this is one of the positives to see our community come together, help each other out. And, uh, we're providing all the materials and having everything cut. And so then the sewers, all they simply do is we have an instruction guide for them. They follow the instructions, sew them together, and, and then we can deliver them to the hospitals. Wow. What a great initiative um, for all the communities that we call home, of course. Just a great positive. Thank you both for joining us. Um, once again, uh, thank you everyone for taking the time out of your day to listen to our leaders discuss what we are doing to keep our team members, partners, customers, and their families and assets safe and protected at this time. Please join us in our mission to prevent the spread of COVID-19 by practicing the same precautions as our team members during all your travels at your, and at your business place. If you have any questions at all regarding your aircraft and what you should be doing at this time, 
give us a call at 402-475-2611 or email us at straighttalk at duncanaviation.arrow. Thank you. Yeah.